0: Michael, obviously, uh, in the wake of this incredible celebration,
1: there'll be some very difficult business decisions. We're entitled to defend what we have until we lose it. If we lose it, then you look at it and you say, okay, let's change. Let's just go through a rebuilding. No one's guaranteeing rebuilding is going to be two or three, four or five years. Cubs have been rebuilding for 42 years. <laughs> you want to look at this from a business thing, have a sense of respect for the people who have laid the groundwork so that you could be a profitable organization.
0: D and Davis show. We are back. Uh, now it's time to go down memory lane. A lot of people's doing that as well. ESPN's The Last Dance documentary appeared uh, this past Sunday night. It's going to be basically every Sunday for five weeks, right over to like the middle of May. This four more a, weeks. Four more weeks of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, outstanding episode one, episode two aired this past Sunday. Ken. Uh, for me, it was it was definitely going down memory lane. I was 17 years old when they won their last championship. Who means uh, I was 20. You was 20. Um listen, I remember I remember when they won. I went outside to my backyard, I had a hoop, and I was just starting to play basketball. You know what I'm saying? It kind of just gave me that feel like, oh man. Bowl's championship champions again, but we knew that was the last dance, right? So, oh, it also, and, it, and it also brought up a lot of anger. You know I'm saying? Sitting back watching it like, I cannot believe the egos. And you can say the egos all the way around, right? And usually you got to have a set on you and an ego to get that far and accomplish a lot of things can but i love the first two episodes i knew a lot of the information we're historians we're 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 sports fanatics so we knew a lot of stuff but it was also a lot of things kind of like little side things from back in the 80s that i didn't know like michael jordan basically called coming in the room like yeah he's a coke head he's a weed head he got all the ladies. <laughs> I just went home and washed some dishes.
1: (laughs) So um, you wanna be great. I mean, you know, he he just went wash the dishes. He was busting a couple down. But he just wasn't doing it with with his nose full of powder. That's such a great part. I only bust down when my nose is full. But please go ahead, Ryan. I mean, (laughs) Montreal, Montreal Stroker, please continue. (laughs) Newly dignified. Uh it's and that, that part was interesting to me because it's
0: like, how many young players would be sucked into that? And like you oh, said, yeah. you want to be great. Yeah. And at that time, too?
1: The NBA Ryan. was known as a cocaine league. Man. Remember, David Stern is given the props for transitioning that tape delay finals coke league into what it is today. So, like, what you're saying, Ryan, is on point. Yeah. Like, how many guys will come in there – and sit there and fall suit from the peer pressure or wanting to be included or also just wanting to have some fun time because people got to remember, at that, at that point, that's before crack. And Coke was looked at as being the... the rich man's drug. Thank you, D. You yeah. know, that was looked at as being the merchant drug, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like you... if Coke actually, in some ways, this is before our time, but it was, it, it was viewed as being a uh, 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 tantamount to being successful. Like, if you could have money to buy cocaine, you were doing pretty well in your life. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, what, that's how people viewed this. He just said the rich man's drug. So you're talking about a young man in the league. This is 84. You know what I'm saying? This is like 87, 88. Like, by then we knew. It was like, man, like, Nancy Reagan, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, to that point. So that's a great point. It like, for him to make that direction. I'm not saying that, you know, Michael Jordan may not done a line or two in his life. But he just didn't. Yeah, Michael blow. likes a party. Michael likes it. his eyes was He Even shot. said in
0: the documentary, I wasn't drinking and smoking at the time. Yeah. His <laughs>
1: eyes, his eyes was red. I was watching that. And I heard someone it. I was like, damn, his eyes is red as hell. Well, he I'm had like, a he had a cup of something in two seconds. Right it, it wasn't even a cup. Listen, I enjoy whiskey. All right. I have way more ice in my glass than Michael Jordan. He had about <laughs> four ice cubes, and that bad boy was full <laughs> and cl- so you want to know the story, huh? Right? And it wasn't the first But see, the thing, too, with Jordan, now give him props on this. When he played, not going to say he didn't smoke cigars and stuff like this, mm-hmm. but Jordan always kind of said that when he was retired, he was going to have a gut. Yeah, he did. He, he was did. like, dude, I'm not – once it's over, kind of like when we talked about the, the first um, – the Draymond thing with Scotty. Like, Jordan basically said, during this time, I'm going to commit to this, but when my commitment is over, I'm going to live my life, mm-hmm. basically. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically what he did. But uh, for me, I'll say this is a hot take. If it's, at, it's supposed to be at 100%, I feel like this is at 88 to 90. You know, but I also think it's because I lived it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not – a lot of these revelations aren't new to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's cool, but I'm not finding out a lot of new information. So it's not like I'm like, damn, it's, it's cool. Especially – I like to see the highlights and give my kids my, – my, definitely my son a chance to see it. And I mean, he's my son. So he knows he believes who the goat is because that's who his father tells him who the goat is basically Mm -hmm. to a certain degree. And he hasn't gone off by himself to research and feel like if he feels like LeBron or whoever comes after LeBron, because at one point it's probably going to be somebody that is the goat over Michael Jordan. I know that sounds crazy, but just life that I means. yeah, evolution, that's, that's what happens. You There'll know be some saying? loser generations, yeah. Some loser, but it'll be some guy who wins five out of six. And no, I'm on saying on, the fans. Yeah, I know coaches. what you're saying, but, but like, because one thing, and it's funny, um, like, I, like, I hate, I get tired of the LeBron-MJ debate, where it's just like, it's just not, it's so generational and it's so not important to a certain degree. Both of them are great. Do you feel one's greater than the other? Cool. Um, if we're going off of titles, it's it's easily said. But like I see people that back LeBron and they list the times that Jordan got kicked out of different rounds, and it's just like, well, one that wasn't in the East that LeBron played because if if, if, yeah. if Michael Jordan played in LeBron's East, man, he's, he's going to the finals without Scottie Pippen. Like, yeah. for, oh for, man, for, yeah. real. for real. Now they're going they're going to lose. But he's going to the finals without Scottie Pippen. Hey, how
0: about this? Scottie Pippen would have made it to the finals without
1: Jordan. He almost did in that era. Now that's a good one. In that mm-hmm. era. Now that one right there, yeah. Scottie Pippen would have played LeBron's East. Yeah, that oh Bulls my team. God. That, ooh, mm-hmm. that, that Bulls team with with a Hugh Holland's call, a foul mm-hmm. call on the tip finger. Yeah, they make the finals. They so, make the finals. They probably win a one. So that's even the thing where people even try to compare that. And I'm not dissing LeBron. I think, let me say this, because there was a debate on First Take about athleticism. And Max Kellerman was saying that he thinks basically Jordan is the greatest athlete ever. I've always held him to show the greatest athlete I've seen is LeBron James. And He's mine not, is Bo Jackson. Go ahead. And that's, no. And that, yeah. th- that's the, that Bo Jackson, LeBron, Deion, mm. they're on, yeah. even, with, even with Jordan. Jordan's close to that. But they're on a, just a physical field athletic thing where it's like, whoa. But the only thing with LeBron, he's 6'8", 6'9", mm-hmm. compared to those guys and carrying that much weight. But that doesn't make him a better basketball player than Michael right. Jordan. Right, Like, that's the thing. Like, he, I've never seen an athlete that's that big and that fast. And so, carrying that type of weight and could just move up the court. Like, we compare him to Carmelo. Carmelo was fast. He was. Right? Like, Carmelo was. was. Fast. But he wasn't that fast. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, that the, the, the generational thing sometimes, I feel like, especially, and again, I know we, we do this on the flip, we don't do this during Davis' during show, but it also harkens to the problem in the Black community generationally in general where there's just this schism and like there can't be an agreement. And some will say it's people on the outside, but it's also just us on in the inside. And it's just like, look, I'm trying to give you this information. And even though it's not what you want to hear, pay attention to this information I'm passing along. And I feel like when we were younger, we took that information in. And it helped me like my dad. I remember my, I talked about this in the past. I helped me when my dad used to, you know, talk about Will Chamberlain and talk about those. But he's also, my dad used to tell me like, you know, basketball, um, you know, it's a big man sport, but the guards are the guys with the most skill. Right. And he used to be like that dude right there. Yeah. He's probably the best. And he, he saw Oscar Robinson growing up, but he used to, he used to always give me the honesty when it came to the evolution or whatever. And that's why I say at one point, there will be someone better than Michael Jordan. I'm in Michael Jordan stand, But I will never sit here and be like someone won't be able to do what he do, what he did, and be a much better shooter. By the time they came in the league, initially, especially now where kids are shooting threes, like it's going out of style. Yeah, that's just something they just learn how to do. That's something that they do. So there's going to be all levels at all sizes. Right, there's going to be someone as physically talented as him and as determined as him, but because now the league, you have to be able to shoot the outside shot. They're going to grow up shooting that shot already.
0: Right. What don't you think about? it? Uh, well, it was cool seeing a lot of the, not that I haven't seen footage already and knew some of the stories, but like 84, I wasn't alive. Mm -hmm. Damn, son. Yeah, (laughs) like... (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm joking Damn, so, just, Montreal just, stroker yeah. was There was no stroke in the Montreal uh, before 84? Not yet, not yet <laughs> Okay. 89 <Okay. '89> <laughs> <laughs> The stroker has become Ah, the prophecy
0: <laughs> Le Fleur, Le Fleur stroker <laughs> uh, But it, It's cool seeing like the timeline Seeing how everything fits The puzzle pieces Because mm. I didn't get to see the timeline play <laughs> out And know all the levels to it and just how they mixed all the sweet music yeah. with michael jordan yeah. that was probably my
1: favorite part when the ll cool j i'm bad with the boston celtics yeah. i've been watching that like on repeat every day like i love that part
0: yeah no it was good I, also too was what i really loved about it is the behind the scenes stuff that obviously that's what this kind of the documentary is kind of built on like uh inside the locker room you don't really see that even now Really, I mean, we've been in locker rooms before, but to just kind of see that with a GOAT team like this, man, you don't get to see footage like that. You don't get – like, man, when the French – um, when it was over in France and the guy, I think he was a producer that worked on the show, walked up to Mike, like, hey, can you sign this? And Mike gave him a look like, man, come on. and looked the way – Common like, did that. Like, man, <laughs> but yeah, Kyle was trying to get a little money and he was a little black boy from the South side. So Mike held him out. This dude was like, man, I know. man, Come get your guy right there. It's like, man, come on. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. And the way dude was like, I tried. <laughs> so it's like little stuff like that that you don't see. You, you hear stories about, about how people interact with Mike, but to see it on bi- behind the scenes or who was that who asked uh, who Ron Harper was hugging and then um, asked Mike for a hug. Was it Burrell?
1: Yeah, I think it was Scottie Burrell.
0: Scott, Scottie Burrell and Mike gave him a look, and it's always cool to see young Mike too, because Mike was like what thirty four at that time. He's
1: thirty, which okay,
0: 35. when young people and,
1: talk about he was younger than us. But but, but, so but when people talk about LeBron this season and this past season, well, well, well maybe this past season, this current season, I should say, mm-hmm. and how no one's paid because LeBron is what thirty five right now or thirty four? About thirty four, thirty. I think he's thirty five. I no think way. he's thirty five. Yeah, and I think he just turned it. And, and that's the thing. Days. And So we we diss Mike in a way because, you know, still at this point, LeBron is a quasi-high fly, but LeBron is also, like, four inches taller than Michael mm-hmm. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though I see this vertical thing that came out the other day, I don't know, especially when it comes to LeBron, like, man, pay respect to LeBron. Like, stop disrespecting yeah. LeBron. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's 35. We dis- But the thing is in that look, Jordan was doing that. And to watch those highlights and how still athletic he was at 34 mm. and winning championships. championships. Like, that's like when you – so just from people that's looking at LeBron, like, man, he's doing this and he's at 35. Yeah, Jordan was doing that and he was still winning titles. LeBron didn't win a title last year. He didn't win a title this year. Jordan won a title – both years basically. So, this is like keep that in your mind. Be cognizant of that when you're comparing these these two players as far as what the end product is supposed to be.
0: And this is when the team at the last season, which went to into episode two, so it was really about Scottie Pippen and how Mike came out and said, like, at the particular... We talked about this earlier he was, he was selfish at the particular time because he was hurt. He could have got, got that surgery in the summertime so he can go into the season and try to win. And then Mike had to put everything on his shoulders. And Dennis? And, and Dennis, now that the next couple of episodes going to be... Uh, uh, I saw Dennis on uh, first take. he said episode three. I'm like, 95% of that episode is all about we're, me. We're
1: Real quick, D. Yeah. The thing was, Dennis had to take out. We mentioned, and one thing that they're not going to yes, say us on here, mm-hmm. Tony Kukus, We said this at the beginning of the show. Tony really stepped in and started starting that season.
0: Absolutely.
1: But the thing that they keep pointing out is what Dennis did, and it's funny because I finally saw today they showed one of those Dennis long range shots that showed him hit a turnaround three from the corner, mm-hmm. and it was like you because Dennis could actually shoot. Yeah, he just didn't, he didn't need to. He didn't have to. He didn't want to, and he he didn't want that pressure. And also, in uh,
0: college, dude, he was averaging like 20-something points a game.
1: He didn't want that pressure. He's playing scrubs. But he didn't want that pressure. He was doing it, though. And he wanted to keep that narrative going. And with the Bulls, they didn't necessarily need him to score. <laughs> it was better because at the time, the Bulls really wanted – like Michael Jordan wanted Jason Williams from the Nets, mm-hmm. who had, prior to that had left the league at least once or twice and rebounded. Like that was one of the guys he was going for. And even that 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 Jason Williams, that iteration of Jason Williams, he would have wanted more shots. It would have been closer to how how Horace Grant used to complain about they not giving me enough shots. shots. Which yeah. we know he didn't need that many shots now in hindsight, being twenty twenty. Like you were who you were. You didn't you you're the pop out guy from fifteen. You didn't need that many shots, basically, that you were complaining about. You didn't grow anyplace else after you left there, even though you went to a place in with the Magic where there weren't a lot of shots to go around for him anyway. Right. Uh, and that wasn't the role necessarily that he played, but still, going back to it, when you look at what Mike was doing at thirty-four, and then at forty, averaging twenty points in the NBA, where it was still more physical than what it is today, mm-hmm. you've got to just put some. You got to put some respect on that man's name. My my question, real quick, is this for you guys? Hey, what's up? Do you feel that, since we know that Michael Jordan had control of this, that basically after LeBron had beaten the 73-win Golden State team, that that's when he was like, put this out. (laughs) Do you you feel – nah. Not now. Not now. Nah. Do you feel feel that there's a lot of slander when it comes – uh, Post mortally to uh, Jerry Krause not to be here to defend himself and, and well I guess good like, question is is it deserved is what I should say.
0: Um, I, I, that's the one thing I kept saying because Chanel and I was watching I had Grace watching it too and she and, she, and she, then she uh, fell asleep. Uh,
1: but that's and the then one you thing. Shake, you shake it, D. I, I want to. Wake up. You, you watching the goat? <laughs> I was about to say the goat on. <laughs> the goat <gold> zone. <laughs> Twenty three, thirty three, <laughs> <The> triangle <laughs> It's like uh, one
0: no, no, no. Uh, that's the one thing I kept saying to Chanel is like although there are uh, I think they are telling a pretty good to- total totality of uh, the the the, the, totality, to- uh, the totality, totality of the story. Yeah. He's not here to defend himself and he wasn't here to actually appear on it. Because I think Jerry Krause would have done it. Because oh, you know yeah. what Jerry Krause would I mean Jerry Krause would have said. Yeah, this is what I did. He listen, Jerry Krause would defend himself if he was so- You was gonna get that, and I think he i think more people would probably no. even give him more of if he was still here. But They telling the full story, man. Listen, as I said before, Ken and our favorite team, Jerry, uh, Jerry Ronsworth owns both of them. And Jerry Krause has been a part of both of them. And we've heard plenty of stories on air and off the air and behind the scenes about all these teams. We've heard it. So even if he was there, he would have got it. Um, it's sad that he's not here to kind of be a part of it. But at the same time, we all know that Jerry Krause, uh, Broke up the team, you cannot forget that he also built those teams. And it was some, it was in, it was in spite, something a part of it, you know, like, mm-hmm.
1: oh, Charles did Oakley, Jason-
0: yo- yeah, Charles Oakley, yo, boy, get your ass out of here. Bring me the well, no, big good- guy who shoots like this.
1: <laughs> to, ju- to jump in real quick, that was a good trade. It was a great they trade. Did, That's not they the- didn't have a real, they didn't have, but let me say this. There was still stuff, and again, not to say Mike is right, mm-hmm. like the Jason Cathy trade, which actually you kind of talked about in the past. Like, Jason Caffey, by the time – I think it may have been the – I don't know if it was the second or third uh, title the, in the second P, mm-hmm. But he actually was a good player, especially for a team that didn't have someone that can score around the hoop that was quasi a big or whatever. And even though he had a lot of baby mamas, which I don't need to bring up, but that's the type of person I am. Yeah. But uh, even though – but Jerry Cross don't like stuff like that. But even though he had a lot of baby mamas – like, they were peeved because you took away a key cog during the championship run. So, there were times where it was viewed that even during the championship run, Jerry Cross wasn't necessarily doing the utmost to secure that next title.
0: My man's had Tim Floyd around during the last year of
1: the championship. No, no. 90, he said 95, yeah. 96. He was
0: he around was like, 95, 96. I thought he was
1: 97. They, no, it's being reported today because he was on some place down there by Baton Rouge or whatever in in, in in Louisiana, and he reported that that's when Bulls ownership, not management ownership, first wanted him. To, they start talking to him to come on. So we talking about like wow. two years, two years later, you want this bum, right? This college bum. Like think about that. You got the championship team and these cheap. Bastards Mm -hmm. basically are like, you know what? Let's get this college coach who's won nothing. They didn't go get Coach K, a Chicago one or something like that. They didn't go get Bobby Knight, a guy in Indiana. You know why? Because that would have cost a lot of damn money.
0: No, I would give you this. I played a little devil's advocate with you. You know why Mm -hmm. they did it? Because they Mm -hmm. felt they did the same thing to Phil Jackson. But no, and Jerry, and Jerry and Jerry Kraus—I and Jerry randle upset I mean, that like without Jerry Krause, it, would no, it wouldn't be a Phil Jackson. Listen, all I'm trying to say is yeah. their their wins inflated their egos even bigger. Mm-hmm. But the issue was, my man's—you set something up, you set it up, you can sit on your you can sit on a pedestal forever. You built this, let it run. It's like right. For, it's like Ford. And in the car, and was like, "Man, you know what? These four wheels bump that. I'm gonna
1: do it with factory. Not the car, no, The factory. You mean the factory line? I'm just, no. The, I'm just. Not, I'm, but I'm, I mean, sorry, that's you, what yeah, Ford, get, yes, yeah, yes. It's the it's yeah. the factory line. Let's pivot yeah. to
0: bicycles, <laughs> instead of
1: cars. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it was, it's like
0: you built it. You are you are visionary. You built. But he didn't draft. Team.
1: He didn't draft the most important player. He did, his And his point was of it. He was trying to prove and, and validate himself. himself, yes. And it was the stupidest thing ever. The fact that, like, I saw someone mentioning, like, in today's NBA, if they would have broke up the Bulls, people kind of would have been like, well, at that time, it made a made sense. Dude, they didn't lose a title. Like, yeah, like, like we grew up seeing, like, the Lakers lose a title – we saw Boston, the, the, Boston, the Pistons, yeah. like, e- look, they didn't win one, but even with against the Pistons where you have Portland, like they didn't lose a t- Like it's not even one of those things where the Bulls were like uh, six out of eight. You know what I'm saying? When you still yeah. be like, you got to keep them. They six out of eight. Mm-hmm. They were undefeated, undefeated in their run. And your ego told you, and this is the worst part. And of course hindsight is 2020. The worst part is they had the ego to think, and when that Jordan shows, when he's like the Cubs thing, he's like, "Who says it's mm. gonna be three to ten years?" The Cubs been rebuilding for, for four to forty two, two years. years, but yeah. the, the point is, they're still rebuilding now, out of lucking up out of Derek Rose. Yeah, and they they had they they lack hubris to think this is something that we can do. When Jordan was there before you even got there, but you couldn't respect the fact that you lucked up on something. You thought, "Nah, this is what we do." And, and, and one last point before you: Jump in, Dave. Mm. Ronsdorf talks about not knowing anything. We talked about uh, about basketball, but you sat there, and not just and Jerry Cross, who definitely scouted basketball before coming over from the White Sox or whatever. But you sat there, not new. You, you, you're admitting your naivete when it comes to something, but also you're empowering someone where also it's time to go out and ask, Look, Does this make sense that I'm doing this? And my last thing, a lot of some other people, and not including Jerry Ross, I mean Jerry Cross, I mean Jerry Ronsdorf, rather. That amount of money that we're talking about a Bulls team that wasn't paying Mike and that wasn't paying Scotty, right? Mm-hmm. And didn't want to pay this coach. One thing we don't talk about. Uh, Jerry Rinesaw felt like Phil Jackson's agent should not be in those negotiations for his contract because he felt like a coach is part of the front office and he, not, mm-hmm. think, and he does not go through agents when it comes to management. So that was a part of the thing, the problem with them. Yeah, yeah. But when you when you sit there and look at the, the the lack of hubris that when it comes to them and thinking that they can repeat this and didn't know how lucky they were. Like, the fact is, Jerry Ronsdorf has made sound businesses, excuse me, he's very lucky that Michael Jordan was there and he went to White Sox. And I mean, he already on the team and turned up with somebody like, Frank, Frank Thomas and Beret and, uh, you know, Hernandez, all those guys from the early team and the guys from the later team. Yeah. Teams.
0: Yeah. You know what last, yeah. I will to say Go ahead, we, got a, we only got a minute left, so we got to Go get right, about dude. out of here. But I was going to say the one last thing is I'm just happy that Scotty Pippen, who was my favorite player, although Michael Jordan is the greatest player. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. He's happy. so big, boy, on that, Andre. I love, I love Scotty Pippen. I love the game. I'm just glad that he's getting his flowers, man, because everybody is now he's recognizing so, how great so Scotty Pippen is. He's great. He's great. All right. Hey, before we get up out of here, man, remember, follow us on Facebook.com forward slash Davis Show, Instagram, and Twitter at Davis Show. Click on the link. You can follow us everywhere and download, rate, share, uh podcast and watch
1: us on YouTube as well. It's great to know that you're Scottie Pippen, It balls me to know who I am. Oh my God, get out of here. All
0: right. All right, all right, a horse Grant. It's,
1: it's great that you're big it's great that you're big boy and I'm Andre. I love that you know that, and you go out and do. I love. I'm just saying, you love. Like I bet you love Rodimus Prime more than Optimus. You, I know you do. Uh, But anyway, real quick, don't do anything stupid. Keep everybody safe. Uh, We appreciate you checking us out and continue to check us out.
0: Keep your hands to yourself.